I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now, on Twitter at Live That Life 20, and at YouTube That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at livethatlifenow at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas. Every time we look up, we want to see you winning. Live, Live that, that life, life now. Hey, man. Sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to That Life Podcast, where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life. Welcome to another conversation with us. Welcome. So we do these sessions called Iron Sharpens Iron. And in these sessions, we discuss uh, the Bible. It's really ministry focused. It's for people in ministry um, who want some iron Mm -hmm. to sharpen them, to kind of go over scriptures with them, to discuss topics or ideas or things that they're studying. And recently, we were studying the book of Ruth. And if you're not familiar with the book of Ruth, it is about two women, a woman named Ruth and then her mother-in-law, Naomi. And I won't get into the specifics, but they go through a lot of things in life. Like they they deal with a lot of loss um, in, in, in many aspects. And so Naomi, whose name means pleasant and joy and beautiful, she gets so frustrated with the things that they're dealing with that she says, call me bitter. She says, call me Mara and Mara means bitter. And so she's just saying, I'm bitter now. Like life has dealt me some things. Don't even call me pleasant anymore. Don't call me joyful. You know, don't call me beautiful. You might as well. It's a done deal. Just go ahead and call me bitter because my circumstances are bitter and it's a wrap. I'm bitter from here on out, right? Right. Ruth 120, Naomi stated, do not call me Naomi, but call me Mara because the Almighty has made life very bitter for me. And so sometimes people... People that's listening to this episode, people in our family, people in our church, friends, family, work, they feel angry, hurt, or resentful mm-hmm. for circumstances or experiences, sometimes unforeseen, that has happened in their life and they just feel bitter. Yes. And, you know, we thought about that like, oh my God. How many people are out there that, like you said, circumstances in their lives for whatever reason that are out there and they are letting their circumstance define and change who they are? Yes. You know, yes, that circumstance may be bitter. It may be, you know, even just one of the things that Naomi went through was was enough to make you feel bitter, you know, and when you add on all these things that she went through, 
it is enough to make you bitter. And so we wanted to talk about that, you know, that just because your circumstances may be bitter and we are not taken away from some of the traumas and different things that people have gone through and the bitterness, you know, that you may have experienced that you are still Naomi at the core. You are still beautiful. You are still joyful. You are still pleasant. God called you that. That is the name that was given to you. You know, just because life dealt you a bad hand um, or mistakes that you've made, you know, um, have caused you to taste Mm. the taste of bitterness. It's left a bitter taste in your mouth. Um, There's still joy. Right. Sometimes where where we are or where we was is not where God will have us to end up. But in Naomi's case, she lost her husband mm-hmm. and she lost her two sons. Yes. And even in a time of social distance during COVID, people have lost family members. They haven't been able to see family members. It's a lot have been going on Uh People have been out of work. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's a variety of things that are just happening in this season. Mm-hmm. And so for Naomi or for people that are going through for whatever reason, you know, you could be bitter for some abuse that has happened to yes. you physically, mentally, uh, sexually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could be bitter because some of addictions that you witnessed or that you are physically going through mm-hmm. yourself. Bitterness can be caused by a variety of things. You could exactly. be bitter because of what they say about you. Right. You know, being lied on, cheated on, mistreated, you know, loss. hmm you know, loss can be devastating. Um, you know, obviously loss of loved ones, but loss of hope. Um, you know, I've seen, like you said, during this time, people have lost their houses. They've lost their jobs. And when we aren't careful and we start defining ourselves by these things and then we lose them, that can be devastating and it can make you bitter. And so... Some people are even bitter... Um, because of the social distance that, you know, we can't get out. Oh, yeah. You know, people, and and you like this, their singleness. Mm-hmm. And now we've been, you know, in a house or can't really do a whole lot for a year, over a year at this point now. Mm-hmm. And so it added on, uh, we was watching something last night where people been single 17 years and 10 yeah. years and a variety and that they're bitter Mm-hmm. And they're feeling like, am I even worthy? You know, it, and they're taking all this anger and resentment on themselves and feeling some type of way. Mm-hmm. And it's so true, you know, relationship status, things like that. Um, it shouldn't define you, though. No. You know, and so because you go, maybe you went through a divorce and maybe that divorce was devastating, you know, but you're still Naomi, you're still um, joyful and you're still pleasant and you're still beautiful. You know, that experience may be bitter, but don't change your name to bitter because you don't have to stay. Don't own that. Don't own it. Yeah, I saw, um, I was on social media and I saw a little article about, it was supposed to be 
um, encouraging and it was positive. It was celebrating the success of a woman. And it was saying, it started off saying single mom opens first business. And it talked about her, the type of business that she opened. And it was an amazing achievement. She was the first person, especially she was a black woman and she was the first black woman to own this type of business in in her state. Mm -hmm. And I saw in the comments where people were like, why does the article start off by saying single mother opens this business? Mm -hmm. Why doesn't it just say, you know, um, black woman opens this business or woman opens this business or something like that. And so they were saying, why is the fact that she's a single mom, why is she being defined by that? And it made me look at that and think of that. Um, We have to, you know, be mindful like Naomi, that our experiences, things that we've gone through, um, good things, bad things, our jobs, um, careers and um, mistakes that we've made too, that those things don't define us. Yes. That's not the who we are. You know, um, we are who we, who we, who we are, we're always were, you know, who God named us, who God called us. Okay. I may be a single mom or I may be a divorced woman or, you know, I may be a high school dropout or a college dropout, but no article is going to say about me, you know, I am high school dropout does this or that because that's just one of my experiences, you know, maybe it wasn't the best experience, maybe it was bitter, but that's not the sum of who I am. I'm Naomi. I'm not going to walk around for the rest of my life um, being labeled as high school dropout, college dropout, you know, divorced woman, uh, divorced man, single father, you know, um, especially if I know that I don't intend to stay in that place. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> we are we are good at putting people in a, in box. a box. We are good at labeling people. And that label, uh, it seemed like they put you there and you're like time, you know. And so... Being a single mom or being a high school dropout or being um, a pregnant teen, yeah. that's a season. Right. That's a time. You you shouldn't be there forever. And that's why we want people to know that whatever calls you to be angry, upset, mm-hmm. resentful, that's just the time. You, you have to get past that and work past that. Ephesians 4 talks about 31 and 32, let all bitterness and wrath and anger, evil speaking, be put away, you know, and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. And so when I look at that, and we think of Naomi, or we think of that mom you're talking about, or people that are just listening to this, People could call you what they want to call you. People mm-hmm. could label you where they want to label you, but it's what you believe in your heart. Yes, what it's what you, you believe call in yourself. Your, yes, what you wear. And we see here Naomi called herself bitter. And I'm hoping and praying that people are not stuck in a situation, mm-hmm. not stuck in just a single mom or not stuck in being a high school dropout or stuck because I didn't go to college. That does not define who you are. Exactly. And the thing about Naomi was she said, 
call me bitter, like from now on. Like yes. she changed her name, meaning this is my circumstance from here on out. Like and this with, is with not the going to change. Expectations to live. That, that way yes. the rest of her life. Yes, it was like, this is my new name because this is where I reside. Like, this is not going to change, you know? Right. And so we have to be careful about what we call ourselves and what we see for ourselves. Yeah, I'm, I might have <laughs> uh, made some mistakes or some things happened to me that were out of my control, you know? Maybe something, the situation was bitter, you know? Maybe it wasn't my fault. I lost my job or whatever it was, it was bitter. But I'm not defined by that in any way. Well, sometimes we don't we don't feel, and I, I, I can relate to a degree, and Naima may not felt worthy. Mm-hmm. Of anything else, she felt like for whatever reason, uh, she felt that God had done this to her. Well, she said, yeah. she said the Almighty has done has, this. Yeah, she felt that God has turned away from her, you know. But or maybe it was because, like I said earlier, not even the good things. You want to be careful not to define yourself by the good right. things, you know. Oh. Like we talked about, you know, I'm a high school graduate or I'm a college graduate or in Naomi's case, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, you know, and now that both things are taken away, now that's taken away, I am no longer Naomi. Who am I outside of being a wife and outside of being a mother? Now just call me bitter because there's no hope for me. This is the rest of my life. It's going to be spent in bitterness. And so... We have to be careful, you know, about how we define ourselves and how we label ourselves, good things and bad things. We have to restore joy. Mm -hmm. We have to restore joy back into our life that we feel are bitter. And as I said earlier, named all the things that could have caused us bitter or Mm -hmm. people have done to us could have called us to be bitter. Mm -hmm. I do not take that away, but... That's not God's plan no, for our life. No, because think about it. We're talking about Naomi. We're using her as our example. Um, you know, when when her husband was gone and her children were gone and she said, call me bitter because I don't have these things. God has turned away from me. We have to remember, like you said, restore joy. Get back to who you were to right. begin with. You were always Naomi. You were Naomi before you were a wife. Right. You were Naomi before you were a mother. We forget you were Naomi them. before they left, you know, before they you lost them. You were always Naomi. Same and that does not the, change. With the woman in the article. Exactly. Before she was a single woman, before mm-hmm. she was this, before the labels or before, before the, the abuse, business owner. Before anything. Before anything, the things that we go through, you know, you were you. Right. And so before your mistakes, before people did you wrong, before life dealt you a bad hand. You were you. Right. And we have to remember that, you know, and it's easy in life. Things happen that can can make us bitter, Ooh, you know, or leave a bitter <laughs> taste in your mouth. You know, um, life is hard. Yes. I always say that. Um, and so we have to be mindful and be careful to get back to who we were and who we still are. And so one, you know, for, even for me personally, I know that. And, and so, but sometimes it's hard to believe the word. Mm-hmm. The power of the word, the mm-hmm. Bible, the word of God, Psalms, Proverbs, John, Luke, you know, those God's word 
can transform in your life. Yes. But sometimes you're so weak or so bitter or so hurt, you can't even do that. So what you have to do is find words and powers and transformations to speak over yourself, even if you can't get to the word mm-hmm. and, and able to concentrate on the word, you got to find things to know that I am better than this. And it could just yeah. be just some simple, some simple things. things. Like you could think about like if you are a Naomi and life has, you've gone through some things, life has dealt you a bad hand, you've made mistakes, whatever it is, think about the fact that you were Naomi prior to all of that, mm-hmm. prior to all of the things that happened, um, the mistakes you made, what did you enjoy about Naomi? You know, because she's changed her name, so she doesn't have hopes and dreams anymore for the future. She's just, she's decided that it's bitter. But before the teenage pregnancy, before you lost the job, before people lied on you, what was your, what were your hopes? What were your dreams? What did you enjoy? What were you good at? Think about those things. And that's where you can start with those affirmations. Right. You know, if you are a good dancer, I'm a good dancer. You know, I'm good at that. People enjoy seeing me dance. I get enjoyment out of it, you know, or you say things like that. You say, I sing well, or, you know, whatever it is that you do, or I encourage people well, you know, I'm nice to people, I uplift people, I have a nice smile, whatever it is that you do, I cook well. Right. Um, Think about those things. So it doesn't have to be anything, like you said, anything fancy, anything extravagant. It doesn't have to be, maybe you don't have the strength, or maybe you don't have um, familiarity with the Bible, but there are things that you know about yourself, right. you know, and you can use that to try to get back to reminding yourself that you are Naomi. Or even it, it's a simple thing is to find your name. Mm-hmm. You can Google that. Yeah. Figure out your name. And what what do your mean? name represent? And say, in Naomi's case, I am joy. Mm-hmm. In a bad situation, remember I represent joy mm-hmm. or whatever your your basic name is and make that an affirmation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I cannot stress enough, in doing that, you have to begin to forgive yourself because the moment you don't forgive yourself and you're trying to walk out of this with the affirmations mm-hmm. and somebody see you and say, oh, that's Mara. Oh, that's bitterness. Oh, that's the the single mom, or that's the 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 man that can't get a woman. That, you start to own it again. Mm-hmm. But if you truly forgive and move on and use the affirmation that I am, I am this. I am healed. Mm-hmm. I am. Once you really know these things and you begin to speak over that yourself, nobody can put you back in that mm-hmm. box again. And. You said something that was so key, the forgiveness for yourself, because, oh my God, you have to forgive yourself for times when you have allowed certain things that did not line up with who you are and who you know you are and that you know better, you know you're better than that, like you know your joy, you know you're pleasant, but you've allowed things to happen or you've participated in things or you've called yourself bitter, you have to forgive yourself for that. Times when you've allowed people to label you and you went with it, you know, you have to forgive yourself for that. You know, you have to, there comes a time when for some of us, 
where you have to say, I knew better and I knew I was better than that. I knew I was pleasant. I knew I was joy, you know, and yet I sat and I allowed this bitterness, you know, I, that, and I have to forgive myself for that because I knew better. I knew I, I knew my worth, but yet I still allowed it. And so you have to forgive yourself. Naomi knew her name. She knew what it meant. And that's why she was so insistent that they don't call her that anymore because she knew that it meant joy right. and pleasant and beautiful. She couldn't find that. And because she couldn't find it and because she was so, you know, weighed down by loss. Yeah. And it's a hard thing. It's a devastating yeah. thing. It's easy to to drown in it. She was exhausted. In uh, the bitterness. Yeah, and she was so frustrated that she said, call me Bitter and so forgiveness right. is important. One one affirmation for those that are grieving and dealing with grief. Uh, grief is a process mm-hmm. to healing. You know, so one affirmation I learned is, I'm not angry. I'm grieving. Yes, and put it in its place because grief somehow we attract grief with upset, angry attitude, negativity. Mm -hmm. Grief is a part of life. It's a part of your emotions and feelings. But you need to put grief in its place and put angry in its place. And just because you're grieving, you shouldn't be angry. Another one to go off what you just said that I've, I've used, I forgive myself for my past decisions and actions. You have to. And sometimes that is so yeah. hard because we can forgive others for things that they've done to us, um, ways that they've wronged us, but it is most hard to forgive yourself. And you have to forgive yourself for your actions, mistakes that you've made, um, things that you've allowed. People you have hurt. Yeah. You, your actions. Your people action you hurt. has hurt people. Mm-hmm. Uh and we get that. I get that. I know that. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done that. <laughs> you know, we're talking not like uh, about other people. I have can say that I'm sure and I know it's some people, family, friends that we have hurt, that oh, yeah. I've hurt. But at the same time, I weighed that. I weighed that. I was bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, people after a while move on. Mm-hmm. But then but you're sometimes, still like Naomi, because you're still you holding. Forgive yourself. You can't forgive yourself and for your past actions and decisions mm-hmm. that and you have made, and how it hurt and affected other people, and how it hurt you. How you affected? You know, we we do things that hurt ourselves. Yes. You know, the hurt that we deal with sometimes is not always on other people. You know, it's sometimes on us. We did things that hurt ourselves. Yes. And we have to forgive ourselves for that. But like you said, I'm not angry. I'm grieving. You have to say, I'm not bitter. I'm not a, I'm not Mara. I'm not a, as a person, I'm not bitter. This situation is bitter. You know, the actions were bitter, but I am Naomi. Mm-hmm. I'm not bitter. And, and when, I, when I say that to say, because I'm not staying here, you know, I'm not taking up residence here. Um, I am going to move on. You know, everything must pass. This is a season. This is this it, this bitter taste <laughs> is in my mouth. This situation is bitter, but you're not gonna call me Mara. 
Right. That's not going to be my name from here on out because right. I'm not staying here. And again, to the single mom or to to the the teenage mom or to those that was in a season or a situation, that has to pass. Yes. That has to pass. So one, as you said, one of the affirmation is everything must pass. Now, something my mother told me years ago, my mother would say, as as you know, people could take it for how they want, my mother would say, it's going to pass. Mm-hmm. She said, the situation, the issue is going to pass. Mm-hmm. And she said, if it don't pass, you will pass. Either way, it's going to pass. Mm-hmm. And so that may sound harsh to some, but what it, what it always let me know that there is an ending point. Yes, I used to say that all storms, and this was a storm mm-hmm. in Naomi's life, and We've all experienced our storms, right? I used to say, there is not a storm in the history of the world. I don't care how much damage it brought. I don't care what type of hurricane, what level, what type of tropical storm, tsunami. Whatever it was, there is not a storm in the history of the world that has not ceased at some point. And so I don't care how much damage it did in its wake, how bitter it was, how much um, rebuilding and restoration, things that had to, to happen, healing that had to come and damage that came as a result of it at some point. The storm ceased. Yes. And so it's a season. So even though you may feel like I am in a, this season of my life is very bitter. Just know it's a season, not your life. Yes. Don't change your name. (laughs) Don't become bitter because the situation is bitter. When when we read the Bible even, uh, as many times in the Bible it says, and it came to To pass. pass. And it came to pass. And so when we think about it, everything has to cease or everything has to pass. Hurricanes come and tornadoes come, as you say, and it's whooping, it's destroying, it's leaving people homeless, it's it's taking lives, it's doing all that. But then once it passes, the restoration starts. Mm-hmm. The work starts. The building starts. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, another affirmation I could say is today I am healed. Yes. When the storm has passed, the 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 those things don't continue to linger in that mm-hmm. bitterness. You know, I don't want to always be a victim of Hurricane Katrina. Yes. That was that was then if I went through that. I don't want to be It was bitter. I it don't was always want to be a victim of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. That was then. Did I have to go through that? Or whatever abuse or whatever turmoil that you had to go through. Let it pass. Mm -hmm. Find affirmations that will heal your heart, mind, body, and soul that you can move forward to God's Mm -hmm. promise for your life. It can be as simple as, like you said, the difference between saying, since you just used um, like domestic violence, um, for example, the difference between saying, I'm a victim of domestic violence to saying, I'm a survivor. Right. Of domestic violence. Different. You know, it's, I came out on the other side. I'm a survivor. I'm not still in that state. You're not still bitter Bitter and and angry about it. And so, you know, that situation again, whatever it is for you, it may be a bitter situation. Um, The storm may have done a lot of damage. But like you said, after the storm, 
it's the rebuilding time. It's the healing time. It takes time. work, though. It takes a lot of work, and it takes time. Yeah. You know, and that time level is different for everyone, but you have to hold on to the hope that this situation is bitter, but my name is Naomi. I am not going to take up residence and park here yeah, and right. call myself Mara, call myself bitter, like I'm staying bitter forever, yes. because guess what? After you get through that healing process and the storm is over and now we're starting to do the cleanup work and we're starting to rebuild things and build new things. Um, Guess what happens? It looks different. Transformation happens. And for a lot of us, some of these bitter situations that we went through, even Naomi, her life looked totally different afterwards. And that is the part that she was not seeing when she was saying, call me bitter. She didn't see that her future was joy because God had already said, your name means joy. Your name means pleasant. He had called her that before any of this happened because he Jeremiah 29, 11 knows the plans that he has for us. And so he knew that those things would come, that loss would come, that bitterness would come. You would lose the job. You would be a pregnant teen. You would, you know, go through the divorce, whatever it is, you would lose the business, whatever it is. He knew all of that when he still made you who you are. And so the goal was not for you to succumb to that and stay stuck there in bitterness. It was for you to go through that, heal, and, you know, remember that you are Naomi and that joy and pleasantness and beauty still awaits you because that's who you are. Yes, yes. We want people, you know, that are listening to this, that are going through whatever have you bound or have you oppressed, suppressed, depressed, and feeling bitter. It is time for you to, you know, find the joy within you. Mm -hmm. And once you see that and once you find it, others will see it. But if you don't get it, if you don't see it, don't walk around like Naomi saying, call me single, call me lonely, mm-hmm. call me, you know, broke. Don't, yeah. don't Call don't, me by my mistakes. Yeah. Call me by the things that yeah. happened to me. Yeah. And don't allow people to continue. Correct them. To tell you mm-hmm. this who you are or don't do this with them because that's, we all have a past. Mm-hmm. We've we all are, made mistakes. And yes. some things have just happened to us that were out of our control. Yeah. It's life circumstances yeah. that happen. But remember who you are. Yes. yes. That's what's important. Find the joy. And if you can get through it and you can remember that your name is Naomi, that triumphant life Yes. on the other side, that healing, that growth Yes. from what you've been able to get through, um, Naomi had a life that she didn't imagine, you know, a full life. And that is what is on the other side for most of us. I know some of the hardest things I've gone through are the things that have stretched me the most, the things where I've grown the most, um, where I have the most peace about today. I'm most confident in those areas today, um, you know, because I went through it. And so there's triumph. There's a sense of victory. And so we want to encourage you to remember that your name is Naomi. Remember that... Even if your circumstances are bitter, even if you've been dealt a bad hand or a bitter hand. Or even if it doesn't look like 
you thought, thought it was it supposed look. to look. If your yeah. life made a trend, a, 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 a shift. Yeah, because, you know, Naomi thought her husband and her sons, yes. and she had pictured Didn't a go life. the way you picture. Right. But God still has his he said, hand. Yeah, he said your name was Joy. <laughs> yeah. He said your name was Pleasant. And so if you go back and read the book of Ruth in the third and fourth chapter, she did come into that joy. She did understand her purpose which was plentiful, which was joyful to her, her daughter-in-law, and for uh, for many others. And it just didn't, it didn't necessarily look. It didn't look like, but do your life look. look like what you thought it would be? Do my life look no, like not the exactly. way I thought it not would be? Not in some areas, no. You know, so we have to understand that only our God, only the creator knows the plans he has for us. And whatever season you are in, Go through it. Have an umbrella. Keep affirmations. Speak over yourself and become triumphant. Live that life. Live your best life. Live that life now. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life. That transformed, healed, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training? A church or a nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services? Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker? Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching? Great. Great. You, you are, are part, part of our C factor. factor. That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services. Are you ready to be about that life? That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies. And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings. We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services. Please contact us for a free consultation at livethatlifenow at gmail.com. And remember to live live that that life life now. now.